Suki, don't just sit there. We have 400 Swedes coming in tonight for the Dragonfly. Don't even worry about it, Lorelai. I stopped and got us Luke's coffee. Luke's isn't going to be enough to get this done. Some of my favorite coffee in town. You know the drill. What happens if when they get here, your famous your famous casserole's not ready? My famous casserole is always ready. Well, you better make sure because my mother is coming too. Not your mother. Speak of the devil. Imagine we had someone walk in the door. Stop. Would you guys be gagged, gagged. if literally the actress who played Emily Gilmore opened that door next to Andrew and came in? And like, where would she sit on my lap? Good children. I mean, Carol King popped off with that transition music. Her last name isn't King for a reason. More like Carol Queen. Carol Queenie Pop Princess King. Do you think she's a pop princess? Would you con- is that pop? Would you say that like Carol King, Joni Mitchell, and um Carly Simon are like the Beyonce, Rihanna, and Nikki of like the sixties, seventies? Absolutely. I do think so because you know what, with that song and like those transitions in the show itself, I think that a few Grammys, a few ever like Carol deserves a, a few, lot of a at few. the very least. At least, I mean, she has a musical at the after very her. least. And did you see that? I didn't see the musical, but I do believe that I'm the clientele that would love the Carol King. Would musical. you? Do you know much about Carol? I, I love something where I don't know a lot about the person before I go in, and I leave knowing everything about them. That's actually a really good way to look at it. You love to learn. I you love to learn. I'm obsessed with learning, especially about. Musicians like Carol. You're a lot like Bridget Mendler. She loves to learn. She's learning. Don't get me started with Bridget Mendler. She has every degree under the sun, and she's coming at people saying, ready or not, here I come. She can't stop getting degrees, Andrew. I'm not kidding. Okay, so Bridget Mendler went to USC for her bachelor's. She went to MIT for her master's. I don't know in what. Then she's currently double- She's at Harvard and MIT. At Harvard, she's getting her she's there for for law. She's getting her juris doctorate. And at MIT, she's becoming a doctor of philosophy. Listen. And at Harvard, she's on the board of space law. Good luck, Charlie. She's talking to Elon Musk, probably. What she's do you probably mean? suing. Literally, what does that even mean? Space law? Space law. I can't even imagine. You know what? I have to say something about Bridget Mendler. And Don't I do believe it. no, I do believe that she is very smart and are you we, gonna say something derogatory about bridget mendler right not now? at all i'm just talking about people with multiple degrees i do believe you think one's enough i think that we need to make a common law in this country where it's once you have one doctorate you, you don't need to another. be a lawyer you don't need to be a doctor of because medicine would i want my doctor would i want my lawyer to also have a doctorate in philosophy i don't I don't Why know. Not? It can't Why hurt. Why not? It can't hurt. But do you think? Do you think she's running? Oh, I think that Bridget Mendler, I can only assume in 2050, will be running Whoa. for election. Okay. We're going to give her time. Do you she think need- she's going to like get into like like more like so that she's going to get into the Senate, like the state? Well, maybe actually now that you bring that up, I do believe that she's going to run for Congress first. I think that she's going to have a I word with move. AOC I'll and I do think that they're going to be a power couple. 
a couple? You think well, that Bridget Mendler is going to date AOC? I don't want to spread false information, but I do believe if they don't date that they're going to be basically us. Yes. We're kind of the AOC and Bridget Mendler of gay men who have podcasts. I Joe, you're so You're Bridget, right. I'm AOC. But or are if, you AOC and I'm Bridget? I think that you're AOC and I'm Bridget. Yeah, I think so. I too. hate I to didn't want to. No, I was afraid that I was overstepping by assuming no, I was don't, AOC. Don't overstep by saying that you're AOC. I definitely think that you're very AOC. I think that AOC and Bridget Mendler have similar accolades. Well, because no. AOC does not have good luck, Charlie, but Bridget Mendler does not have a house in the Senate, a seat in the Senate. Isn't she? Oh, she is a senator. No, she's a congresswoman. Don't say these things to me. I don't know what any of those things mean. I've been meaning to bring something up since we started. I look stunning. Joe, I look stunning. Please describe the beat down that you had in your face because we showed up to Joe's house. Joe had a full beard. He had stubble. He had everything. He went into the bathroom. He came out actually looking like he got plastic surgery. Well, you know what it is? It's a CC cream. I put on a, I put on a two Is that face... CC or like a CC? C. It's like do a C with your hands like YMCA. Go right now. Don't think. Don't think. YMCA. <laughs> you did it wrong. Still. No. YMCA. Yes. So it's a CC. Two Cs. Okay. Like as in YMCA. Uh, C S in YMCA is how I'm going to start using that one. <laughs> Don't you feel like they must have like taught a course like 35 years ago? Like I feel like adults like parents are always like. C as in cat, B as in build. Well, now that sometimes annoys me when I'm on the phone with somebody spelling my last name and they have to go through my whole last M- name saying M as in music. Michael, U, U as in, in umbrella, <laughs> S as in Sam. I'm like, sh- I think like, that's how we should start saying our social handles at the end of the episode. You're so right. You're so right. Andrew M as in Michael. Michael. <laughs> um, <laughs> What was I just saying? What was the point of that? You, oh, so I'm wearing a CC cream. And I don't know about you guys, but I'm pretty stunned speechless. You're stunned speechless. And the thing is, like, I have nothing on these lips, as we know. But, Joe, you do have a lip plump. And those lips have been plumped. lip plumper on. It's called Too Faced it's Lip Too Plump. Faced. It's Too Faced. It's a brand. You just – it's interesting. You, like, some things miss you, and some things really miss you. But I have a Too Faced lip – I went into my mom's makeup drawer, and I just took a few things it's out. Too, should I know Too Faced lip plump? Too Faced is a pretty popular beauty brand, yeah. I only shop rare. Feels like I'm so rare. I'm feeling gorgeous. I'm happy that you're feeling gorgeous because I'm actually feeling beat down, broken down, and tired. Well, w- let's say it because we haven't told them in a long time. We we haven't told them in a long time, but it hasn't happened in over a year. What do you mean that we we already recorded this episode? Oh, we already recorded this episode. Absolutely, don't get me wrong. I fucked up big time, and it's just listen. I'm owning it. I'm claiming it. You're, but you are claiming it, and that's amazing. I just feel like. You're right. You're right. You're claiming it. You're claiming it. I said, tell your dad Joe fucked up. I was going to fuck My dad up. called me and he goes, you want to get Chick-fil-A tonight for dinner? And you know what? Like, it, it actually pains me to say no to him. But we did record this episode and I would say that when we ended the episode, I felt near death. Well, listen, like the footage was terrible, horrible. but I would have been like, Oh, it was so good. It's worth it. It wasn't a good episode. It was a horrible episode. We were in bad moods. And I'll tell you why I was in a bad mood. Dehydration. No, Joe. Are you forgetting about the bullies? I forgot all about the bullies. Boom, 
ba loom ba doop dee dee. Okay, so I I have like I have another puzzle for listen, you. Listen, what? No, it's just keep- our listeners. I love I love the listeners, but I have been compared to as Tinkerbell, and for our Tinkerbell listener, I have forgiven. I Tinkerbell, have, if you're still listening to this podcast, I want to send you money. Yeah, I feel bad at this point. We're with you. But there is, I did recently see a comment that I needed to disclaim, and I want everybody to know, if you missed the episode where we talked about our height, I am 5'8". I am 68 inches tall. 5'8". Stop using inches. It doesn't help your case. <laughs> it's very normal to be 5'8". And when I tell you, when I when you meet me in person, I don't think I give 5'8". I'm like bigger in stature. I don't think it helps that you're next to me. I don't think it helps. It doesn't help that I'm next to you and it's so messed up. And I do believe that what you did to me last week was wrong. You, but I had fun with it. But you had fun with it. And I played into it. And what that means, what he's saying, what I did to him last week was post 0.5 videos of him to the good children's story. And it is like <laughs> I committed a crime. I just thought everyone would know that I was using the 0.5 lens, that you actually aren't the size of an ant. And everyone, and I was like, up, up, pick yeah. me up, pick <laughs> me up. Andrew, you leaned in. I did because at that point, like, it's funny. It's so funny. But. I was called an Oompa Loompa today. Today, you got a comment. And this is when it becomes bullying. I really mean it. I mean it. Like, I think that people don't realize that, like, when you call someone an Oompa Loompa, there's no, there's no funny way to take it. If I called you an Oompa Loompa, maybe. Because you know me. I oh, know for sure. you. We have established rapport. We know each other. And you have an opportunity to say, hey. Bitch, you big-headed bitch. Like, you could say something back yeah. to me. You can't really say something back to a stranger. You Willy Wonka-ass yeah, bitch. Yeah, like, if I'm an Oompa you look like fucking Willy Wonka and not Richard Gere. Yeah. You know, like, there's ways... And you got lost in that chocolate factory. Augustus what? Gloop. Yep. Augustus Gloop. But you know what? And then I said, I'm 5'8", okay? And you know what he says? You misspelled 5'3". That is an alleged fan. That's an alleged listener because I'm not calling that person a, a listener because I don't think our listeners would be bullies. No, they, wouldn't. they wouldn't. I didn't see anyone come to my defense, and that's legitimately fine. Someone did now say now someone's gonna start attacking. No, I don't need anyone to attack. I actually don't need anyone to attack because at the end of the day, you can't take the oomph out of this loomp. You can't. Go on and try to you take my down. I will be rising from the loomp like an oompa loompa. Like an oompa loompa. So, when in doubt, sing Demi Lovato. Can She'll you, get you imagine for looking at a person and calling them an oompa loompa ass <laughs> bitch? Like, I'm sorry. Like, that's actually crazy. It's actually it's crazy. It's iconic. It's iconic. It's really bad. Oh, God. Anyways. What's new? Oh, hey guys, and welcome back to Good Children, the podcast where hosts Joe Hedges and Andrew Muscarella, the podcast where hosts Lorelai Gilmore and Suki St. James. Whoa, you shocked me. You got me there. <laughs> Talk about their 22 years of friendship. Growing up in the late 2000s, early 2010s. And all of the nostalgia. Trauma. And Thanksgiving dinners that go along with it. Oh, today we're talking Thanksgiving food. We're talking, the, we're running the gamut of the food. We're also talking about the holiday in general. We're talking about the feeling of the holiday. What are we wearing? I'm, well, right now I'm wearing, I'm sorry to say, the most loud 
like Velma and Scooby Doo mm-hmm. ass thing I've ever worn. And I'm so sorry if you hear it. I'm I'll so say sorry. One thing. You look like you beat me up with those arms. You think? Yeah. You think it's session training? Yeah, I do think it's session training for sure. Ooh. Ooh. My once a week. I, are you going to wear that to your Thanksgiving dinner? I'm returning all of this. You can't say that on the podcast. It's going back to Jeff Bezos. I can say it. I mean, I can't send this wig back, but I think I can do something with this wig. It's kind of. I think you should wear it every day. It is kind of. And I think that what happened today, if you listen to our Halloween episodes of this past year, we talk about this, how Andrew will like show up for the costume, but something is just like irreparably wrong. Oh, it's so frustrating on my end too. It's nothing against Joe, nothing against anything. It's like, I really do try. And like, I, I like ordered all the stuff and I was so We proud. did have 24 hours together. We did. And I was, was like, crazy. you know what? And like, I was texting you and I figured that you probably weren't up. So I was like, fuck it. Like, why do I need, why my do approval. I need Joe's <laughs> approval to order this stuff? Like it's for tomorrow. I'm just going to order it. So I put everything in the cart and I ordered it and I was like, yes, it's getting delivered tomorrow morning. It's going to make it in time. Like I did it. I did it. And then I opened the box. Obviously, it's the wrong colored wig. Obviously, it was a dark, like a dark brown wig. And that sucked. So today, what made it even worse was Joe's mother had to drive me to a beauty store so I can walk in and ask the guy, can I get an Auburn wig, please? And he said, he said, is this one work? It was fully like black. I was like, no, sir. Like there was about 150 wigs in the wall and I was stressed because I didn't have my phone on me. Beside the point, I got the wig. I have a lot more confidence in my and like confidence in myself to enter a wig store and know which one I'm going to p- choose. What's wrong with being competent? What's wrong, wrong with, with being, being competent? competent? When you really think about when it. When you think about it that. And I think that like is the whole episode going to come back to Demi Lovato? It always does. It always does. Try as she might. Try as she might. Try as she might what? <laughs> we can't get her name out of <laughs> our, our mouths. Ever. Ever. I'll never forget, like, on, like, week three of the podcast, we had that conversation about Demi, like, um, seeing ghosts and yep. singing to ghosts. And, like, a Demi Lovato fan account, like, took the clip, clipped it, and posted it to, like, their Twitter being, mm-hmm. like, podcast, Good Children Discusses Demi Lovato. Like, spe- like as if it was press on Demi. And Lovatics were, like... Lovatics were, like, engaging with it. Freaking like, if out. This is, if this is the bar, this is what you're... The bar is this low that a podcast that's three weeks old is discussing Demi Lovato. You need to seek elsewhere. Like, yeah. Look elsewhere. Well, now, now since we've been around the block for about eight years. Lovatics, we see you, we hear you, and we love you. And we love you. And actually, we didn't know how to bring this up. Bring her in. Demi. Hi, guys. We're, we're opening for Demi on tour. Is Demi touring? soon are you gonna go see pink all the discourse around pink surrounding pink i've heard multiple discoursing i've heard of multiple people rachel saw pink everyone's loving it everyone's loving pink yeah that's i guess not that's not discourse i feel like everyone's all the agreement like everyone's just like agreeing about pink yeah i just i i can't i played trustful in class today and it really slapped i can't believe you coach isn't it insane why do we pick tuesdays andrew gets up at 5 a.m to coach fitness classes and then we rally for hours on hours to shoot this podcast i don't have another job 
That's like, your only gig. I'm working. I'm working. I'm working around the clock. Well, now you're point. also at the bakery. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I actually can't. Like, what's going on? I am working at Chef Danielle Sepsi's bakery. Because what is I, happening? No, because for me, it's like that's a childhood dream of mine. Like, I do love baking. I love being around baking. Like, I love the smells. I love doing things. And like. I just feel at home. I feel at home. So, yeah, I'm taking Monday and Friday shifts at the bakery. You can't take the suki out of the girl. What? What's like you can't take the you. You could take the girl out of Stars Hollow, but you can't take the Stars Hollow out, out of the, the girl. girl. That's what I meant. That's what I meant. And thank you for that. So it's Thanksgiving. Are you happy? When I wake up on Thanksgiving. Well, let's a- actually backtrack. It's t- right now. It's today is Thanksgiving Eve. Yes. How are you feeling? Are you going home? Have you been home already? Have you commuted? I've been home. I've been home. Are you happy? It's like day two of being home. I'm happy being home. Oh, I'm always happy being home for a holiday. There's nothing better than like going into the kitchen. My mom's like cooking for tomorrow. I'm like helping You're out like, a little bit. I'm like, ooh, that tastes very good. Yeah. The smells are there. Yeah. I'm laying on the couch. I'm in something really cozy. Oh. Oh, why did we move to Brooklyn? I think about it all the time. Anyways, I am definitely happy on Thanksgiving Eve. When I'm not happy is feeling the pressure that I'm going out on Thanksgiving Eve. And I know we're going to disclose You don't like going this. outside. And, I'm start- and I don't think this used to be who you are. No, it always you has been. Be I actually be was fun. thinking about this that's yesterday. That's because you used to be young. No, I was thinking about this yesterday. And I actually was having an internal dialogue in my head. God. Does Joe even know who I am? Well, have you ever is what me? I was saying. Have you ever told me who you are? Well, I think that... I think that you tell me you this is the thing. I've never been somebody who liked to go out. I didn't like going out to the club. Like I would go to the club, right? Because I had to, but I would much prefer staying inside. I like social gatherings. I like to go to events. I see people all the time. I'm always out and about doing things, but I would rather a night in. I always have wanted that college. Same thing. I'm talking sometimes, even a night in, we had friends over, you fell asleep. Yes, because I'm not going to sacrifice my sleep schedule. Consider me a mother of three. But you're not. You're not even, you can, like, you're not even. But I resonate, I empathize. What? I feel like I'm mothering. Who? You're barely mothering yourself. I've been mothering. I've, I've, I've. That was gonna get so fucking weird. You're you're gonna say people are sucking up my nips. Yeah. How do I know? You can read my mind. It's so scary. I'm like, people are sucking my nips, so I am mothering. No. Are but... people sucking your nips? Yeah, Joe. I thought you had no feeling in your nipples. I don't, but but I'm a pleaser. That's not. But no one's sucking your nipple to please themselves. They're I doing lo- that for your benefit. Not true. Not true. Because I love to suck in a nip, and I could care less what it does to them. I guess you're not wrong. I can care less what it does to them. But I am like I feel like part of the pleasure in sucking on a nipple is knowing that the person whose nipple you're sucking on is enjoying it. Yeah, for sure. I mean, like I'm definitely like enjoying if the I act of someone seeing your, in if my. If I had chip. been sucking on your nipple, yeah, and then you and you're like moaning, you're like enjoying yeah, it, okay. and then you revealed to me that you actually have no feeling in your nipples, I would pack up and go home. It's not even about the feeling in your nipples when you look down and you see somebody in your chest. Like it's completely different. It's it kind of like about it's a validating moment for me. I'm like you're obsessed with my chest, and like I'm I'm giving you like I'm giving you a show. What are you? What show are you giving? Um, a peep show, a boob show. I don't know, Joe. Like. The fucking Playboy Mansion in here. 
Anyways, anyways, I'm feeling excitement for the next day. I'm just not excited to go out. Then why do we go out? Because I it's me. You're telling me it's it's this whole time it's been me. Well, I mean, like if I'm going out on Thanksgiving Eve, it's because I want to see people from high school. But why do you want to see people from high I school? I want attention. Right. Okay. No, I just want, no. I I'm on the same. Now page. I don't want to be caught dead. I honestly do not want to go out this Thanksgiving Eve only because I haven't planned the reunion yet, and it's coming into the new year. Andrew, it's coming into the new year. Andrew, Joe. it was as we know the class president. The class president to has to plan the ten year reunion. No, I don't just have to plan the ten year reunion. I'm in this for life. You have to kill yourself. <laughs> I am in this for life. You mean life. like the 15, the 20? The 25, Joe. The 25, Joe. Well, you're not. That's not normal. That's not okay, right? No one's going to care by then. It's just crazy to me that like I ran for this fake position to to like plan prom and I'm out here calling venues when everyone else is minding their damn business. Well, that's what happens when you can't mind your business. I couldn't mind my business. And you know what? If I listened to my student council advisor freshman year and she said, you have one option. It's theater or student council. And you said. Student council. I need to be class president. And you know what? Wouldn't be happening if I chose to do theater. Any of this. I Any wouldn't be this. planning a reunion. No, we wouldn't be here. I wouldn't be here. <laughs> I wouldn't be here. I would be in the production of Damn Yankees. Anyways, are you excited for Thanksgiving, Joe? I don't like Thanksgiving. I don't like what Thanksgiving stands for. I don't like Thanksgiving food. Mm. I don't like um, football. I don't like... I don't like a lot of things about Thanksgiving. Well... You're going to say that you don't like Thanksgiving food on this podcast, and then you're going to go on to a tangent about mashed potatoes or what? Well, I love mashed potatoes. Well. But mashed potato. Here's the thing. I said this before because we've had this whole conversation already. I feel like when it comes to Thanksgiving food, I don't think I necessarily enjoy culturally bland food. And I think mm. that there is a bland culture behind Thanksgiving. Mm hate culture behind thanksgiving that just creates a very disappointing palette of food and maybe it's because like my mom it's not like her forte you know like that kind of cooking is not her forte it's italian cooking it's italian cuisine so like having like my italian mother prepare like a colonial dish i'm like just st- stick to what you know babe you know stick, stick to what to you the know lasagna, babe. Stick to the las- well she does we have a we start with an anabost and a charcuterie board what's tell me what's on the anabost you're talking prosciutto you're talking gabagool you're talking just some ham you're talking mozzarella you're talking like I, I mean it could be anything and like a pepperoni a pepperoni a bologna why a that's bologna. amanda for you and then I mean a breadstick, of course, like a like of a, and there's like a, of course there's like a uh, there's a loaf chopped up yep. next to that. I mean there's some there's some grilled artichokes, there's some stuffed pep there's peppers, yep. you know, there's a little bit of, I mean olives of olives, of course. Or some marinated olives. A marinated olive and a regular olive. Or maybe a the, garlic stuffed. Well, I hope so. Well you better bring someone better stop at Lidl. Someone better stop at, at Lidl. Lidl. And then next to that is a charcuterie board. Which Okay, I get it. Like, you guys are Italian-American. Amazing. 
Stick with one. Stick with one. You don't need two boards. And choose but the though, charcuterie for the Thanksgiving meal. When Shark, when Long Island found out about charcuterie boards, and to use my mother and sister's pronunciation, charcuterie, charcuterie boards, the day that a charcuterie board was introduced to Long Island culture was the day the music died. It's the day. It's 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 the day where f- people found purpose again. Yeah, it's beautiful. I think because what's you going on? Find a way. I think that there's one in five people on Long Island that have a charcuterie board business. Yes. Well, it used to be like it used to be the vinyl glasses, the vinyl glass yep. decals, and that was a big moment. And now I do believe it's charcuterie boards. They're selling charcuterie boards on Char- the go. Charcuterie and board, and they're calling it, and they're selling it for fifty five dollars. They're yes. putting meats in a box. They're putting meats and cheeses in a box. Why aren't you doing that? Because you can make a charcuterie board. I can make a stunning. Because the thing about a charcuterie board, and if you feel like that you are downing your abilities when it comes to charcuterie, you need to look at that slate as a canvas, right? Mm -hmm. So you want to tell a story with where you're putting the meats, where you're putting the cheeses, what you're sprinkling onto your board. What do you like? Do you like blueberries? Do you like a strawberry? Do you want nuts on your board? And now think about the breads, the crackers, and speak to the board. Let it tell the story for you. What kind of story? What stories are is it telling? Well, it's just telling like we're coming together in this moment. We're we're full. We're full. Because there's not any slate being shown. Nothing on the bottom of that plate is being shown. It is a full board. That's beautiful. And I want you to be full of light, full of laughter, and full of love for this Thanksgiving season. Thank you. Of course. Of course. Wow. Absolutely. Cut the lasagna, Joe. Well, I know. Cut yeah, the lasagna. After that board. So after it's it's board season, we're boarding it up. It's boardy barn for first course. Pivot right to a lasagna. A lasagna on Thanksgiving before the main course. And you know what? I think at this point it's messed up. Because everyone, everyone in your family should know that you suffer from acid reflux. And I'm fluxing like I've never fluxed before. Because lately. how do you put a ragot, a meatball, a sauce with layers in your stomach before what is the main course? Right. And it's like, I just know, like, and I've grown up, this is the culture that I've grown up in. It's like everyone's eating that saying, we got to cut this next year. We got to stop. It's tough to kill a tradition. And then, you know, my mother is crying. This is like, because recently, I mean, maybe last year my sister was hosting and she was like, we're not doing turkey. She was like, I don't like turkey. I don't like, I feel bad for the turkeys. I don't want to have a turkey at my house. Like I'll have a ham because we all would prefer to eat a ham. And a corned beef. And a corned beef. Happy St. Patrick's Day, Patty. My mother was hysterically sobbing. Yeah. I'm not even, I'm not even exaggerating when I say the tears were immediate choking sobbing about how thanksgiving traditions are ruined we lost family values had her parents still been here this would be so sad they'd be so devastated it always takes it like it always has to get to the next level it gets to death because emotions are so heightened when it comes to the The holiday season so i guess it will happen for us because right now i it's like I'm winning the I don't give a fuck war. Like, I don't give a fuck about no. the holidays. No. I like seeing my family, and I like getting presents on Christmas. When you have your fa- a family of your own. Well, I do. I have you. 
you're right. And I will be at your Thanksgiving. <laughs> I will. You always find a way. I always find a way back to the hedges. You've been at mine for, for a holiday. Christmas, for Easter, Easter, for Thanksgiving, for New Year. And I already celebrate a full holiday with my family and I have a great time. There was Easter. I definitely did leave before the dessert. Which, like, looking back on it, like... A little bit insane. That's fucked up. A little bit insane of you. That's me being like, okay, you guys, I'm going to actually scoot. <laughs> I'm going to scoot out before the dessert. Because so I'm having crazy. dessert at the Hedges. Happy Easter. We're all beating around the bush. We all don't want to talk about it. What the fuck is a turkey? That's a dinosaur. A turkey is a dinosaur. I, like, okay, every single time I see a turkey and it's, I see that gobble you can't wobble. Even look at them. That little, like... That little uh, double it's, chin they got. Um, that floppy woppy. It's gullet. That gluck. <laughs> um, whenever I see that bouffant underneath their chin, I'm like, who are you? That and, neck is so ugh, long. No, I can't even. And they're like, they're like. They're like bumpy. Have you seen a turkey in the wild, though? Obviously, I mean, my entire childhood at the farm. Oh yeah, Joe, because you grew up on a farm. Yeah, yeah, yeah I always got that. Yes, I've seen. Um, but seeing a turkey I'm roam sick. in the wild, it is beautiful. Sick, They're very happy. Falls, New York, where I grew up. Where you grew up? Hoosick Falls. They're gorgeous. There are people out there, and I'm sure some of our listeners can agree. You can go to a turkey farm and choose your turkey alive. You're, alive. You see them roaming, and you're like, that one. And the guy's like, you want the gobbler? Like it's Toyotathon? Like, like it's a Toyotathon. You can choose your turkey. They're alive when you see them. Give them about an hour. They're dead in a ditch. No, they're dead on your plate. They serve you the turkey. It's skinned. Everything you need, it's ready. You pay them a little extra, they can stuff it for you. Have you done this? I have never done this personally. Why are you speaking from experience? Because you know what they used to do. They used to have something very similar to this at Zorn's on Long Island. <laughs> I'm familiar. But I don't know if it necessarily was for turkeys, but it was absolutely for chickens. You can choose your chicken at Zorn's. It's like getting a lobster? Yes, it was like getting a lobster. They're just running around and you're like, I want that chicken. It's fat and juicy. I would be the first to go. You would be the first chicken to go. You, I would, would, you wouldn't know what was coming. With these breasts? Yeah. They want and to grill thighs. them. Andrew, you're the ideal, you have the ideal chicken body. Wait, do you think I've been being pumped with hormones <laughs> my whole life? <laughs> well, yes. Well, you were also talking about, what, what is the, what's in turkey? Tryptophan. Which? Which, amazing drag name. Welcome to the stage. Tryptophan. I think tryptophan mascarella is a beautiful name for a baby girl. Tryptophan? Tryptophan. You're kind of right. You're telling me, like, is this like a conspiracy or are you going to be like a flat earther? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. What happened there? I like. I can explain. I know exactly what happened there. But you were like, were you swallowing at this? No, end? it's actually. I was in my head. The person who I've heard say flat Earth the most is um Millie Bobby Brown. Oh, and she's like, I think I'm a flat Earther. So I like was about to start doing it, but I was like, I don't want to get into Millie Bobby Brown. That more. was jarring. Flat Earther. <laughs> that was. Are you a flat Earther? Jarring. <laughs> um, but. <laughs> I'm not a flat earther, but tryptophan, there are, there's lures around turkey because tryptophan is supposed to be a little, like, um, a drug that makes you tired. So they're giving it to the turkey. No, it's in the meat in general. So like when you're eating this meat, like if you have excess tryptophan, you want to go to sleep. That's why people say like, oh, after my Thanksgiving meal, I'm just so tired. I have so much turkey. 
But I think I've read a few studies, and that's not true. I don't believe that for one second. I don't second. believe that for one second, but I am obsessed with the idea of it because I do feel tired after every single Thanksgiving. Well, don't you feel tired after everything you eat ever? Aren't you always tired? You feel tired constantly. What do you mean tired after Thanksgiving? You're I'm const- always feeling tired, but I'm, t- I'm learning to nourish my body. What does that mean? You got to nourish your body with the right fruits and vegetables because then you don't feel tired all the time. No, I understand that. So I'm kind of trying to get back to that. But like with Thanksgiving, my all bets are off. All bets are off. All bets are off because it's like I can't control myself. And I already started the day. My family, we go. We go to the diner. The diner? We go to the diner in the morning. That's like me going to Taco Bell before Christmas Eve. Exactly. Yeah. Sometimes you got to do something like that. Sometimes you got to learn to live and you got to be happy. And You got to start expanding the stomach. You got to technically start with the salad. You if you're looking to eat a lot of food on Thanksgiving, start with your salad. It'll I don't believe that. But why was my family? Was it your tradition too to no. eat the salad after you're done with your meal? No, that's a you thing that you told me last year. I was pretty, I was pretty dumbfounded about that one. But supposedly that's Italians. Is it? I can't imagine. And maybe it is. My family, my family is just we'll believe anything. I don't like when my gravy is all over my plate because you pour the gravy on your turkey. Suddenly, your plate, the underlying of your plate is all gravy. It's now fucking up my entire meal. All I I taste is the gravy. I feel like the benefit of Thanksgiving, of the the homogeny of Thanksgiving food, is Is that everything can be added upon by dousing it in gravy. Very smart. Thank you for bringing that up, but You're I don't welcome. believe the gravy is the com- is the component that brings it all together. Because for don't me, don't say it. It's the cranberry sauce. Why? Because okay, I get the gravy on my mashed potatoes, but I'm making a gravy boat. I'm making a gravy boat. I'm making that little dip in my mash, and there's nothing better. And I'm filling it with gravy. Yeah, I get it. But my turkey and my cranberry sauce goes together. And don't fuck me up with that homemade cranberry sauce. I don't want to see no. It needs to come from the can. It needs to come from the can. Yeah, I'm so sick of pretending to like artisanal cranberry sauce. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Don't you fix can't, it. You can't expand upon water. You know what I mean? No. Like you can't expand upon something that is its purest element, and the purest element of cranberry sauce is ocean spray it is the purest version of a sauce i was gonna say say what you want to say about ocean spray let the words fall out let the words fall out not everyone's in that bog you want to go to the bog joe i want to swim in that bog with you'll drown in that bog imagine drowning in the cranberry the ocean spray cranberry bog imagine they have to exhume your body but do you think that cranberry bog do an episode from the bog. Do an episode from the bog, but do you think I would be signing a waiver before I got into that bog? It's like ankle deep. It's okay, like, but if I was to die in the cranberry bog, I think what, could you, you make some money you think from I this? Could sue Ocean Spray. Could you make some money from this? You wouldn't. If I died in the Ocean Spray bog, you wouldn't take action at all. <laughs> and let's just be <laughs> what truly do you mean? serious. Fuck, marry, kill. Oh Jesus Christ! A Brussels. I'm doing sides here. Okay. First. Brussels sprout and I'm sticking to greens. Okay, okay. A Brussels sprout, a cream spinach, a string bean. Go. Kill string bean out of the question. I'm fucking the Brussels sprout and I'm marrying the cream spinach. Amazing. Let me let me let me throw out string beans now. And I'm gonna add for you a broccoli casserole. Go. 
well, I'm going to kill the Brussels sprout. I'm fucking the cream spinach and I'm marrying the broccoli casserole. Because when you do a broccoli casserole, right? You do Honey, it right. you do it right. Yeah. You do it yeah. right. I love broccoli. Broccoli was my favorite food in kindergarten. I had it written down. Really? Yeah, like on like my favorite sport. I kind of feel like you knew what you were doing. I, I knew. I think I already was self-aware. Yeah. I think I was like, let me put broccoli. Because everyone's like, you knew that other kids were probably like, Ew, broccoli's gross. So I was like, I'm different. I'm I'm senorita awesome. Yeah. I love, I'm not like those crazy no. pumpkin spice latte girls. Like, I love I like my broccoli. Greens. Yeah. I for sure was doing that. I for sure just wanted attention. Oh, That's absolutely. why also my dream job was archaeologist. Spelled out in kindergartner's handwriting. Per- correct. Like correctly spelled archaeologist. Just to show, just to prove everyone wrong. That I knew what an archaeologist was. That I watched The Mummy starring Brendan Fraser and Rachel, Rachel Weisz. Sometimes I wonder... What you were exposed to. The Mummy starring age. Brendan Fraser and Rachel Weisz. That's what I was exposed to. At a young, to. young age. It's a fantastic film. And Brendan Fraser is so fucking hot, hot in it. Yeah. And so is Rachel Weisz. Like, truly, like, that is a sexy-ass movie. It's a sexy-ass movie. I, like, literally, like, I would I would do anything for Brendan Fraser and The Mummy. Mm-hmm. He's the mm-hmm. one. Have you ever brought up a partner home for the holidays? Are you fucking serious, <laughs> Are you are you trying to fight on the podcast? No, I haven't brought a partner home for the holidays, Joe. Not even like Jesse. No, she came. She did come like post Christmas though. Vibes. Okay, I never met her in my life. Until Very sweet. After, after it happened. Very sweet. No, I haven't brought a partner home for the holidays yet. How do you think that's gonna like? Okay, like I want you to. Yeah. How are you gonna find the partner? Okay. So I do believe that, like, with any holiday season, there is, like, this, like, fantasy world that I live in in my head. And that could just be coming from Hallmark. I was going to say, like, a Netflix movie. Like a Netflix movie, a Hallmark movie, a Are Christmas there movie, Thanksgiving a Thanksgiving movies? movie. There has to be a Thanksgiving movie. You just said Thanksgiving movie just now. Thanksgiving with the cranks? Stop making that up. Back to my fantasy world that I live in yes. on a day-to-day basis. I do believe that my partner has to be in Maine. Has to be in you? Well, let's freaking hope so, but in Maine. Oh. In Maine. Why? I just feel that they exist in this, like, village, in this gorgeous... A village in Maine? Like a ski village. In Maine? In Maine, I feel. Okay. I feel. Or, or maybe Vermont. Stra- Maine or Vermont? Well, that changes a lot. You think Stratton? Because Vermont is nearby. Like I'm, I lived on the, the, the Vermont border growing up. Upstate. Were you living near Stratton, Vermont? I was in Hoosick Falls. I was like probably like thirty minutes out from Stratton growing up, actually. So I'm pretty familiar with so it. So suddenly he's close. He didn't know where Stratton was. It took me a second because you know it's been a while. When you're up there, you know Stratton. No, yeah, I mean no, Stratton. I mean like I was near like Bennington College and shit like yeah, that. It's yeah, not yeah. that far off. There's there's more important things in Stratton, Vermont. When it's you're like actually we got a resident, we got to figure out we got to figure out a story here because we went to the same preschool. Can you stop? Anyways, you act like I you act like I didn't exist before you. Anyways, back to the lore of the story. I do feel like I would just like bump into him. Okay, should I be him? I think you should. Okay, let's. Okay, let's, so where you? Play. What, where, where are you? You're like in like a like you're in Thanksgiving market. Yeah, I'm in like in a Thanksgiving Stratton, Vermont in like Stratton, Vermont, and I'm I'm probably wearing I can only assume a plaid shirt with like my barber jacket, looking very full. I think I'm carrying 
a pumpkin in one hand and a pie in the other. Right? Okay. And now I'm going to be this man. Yeah. He's, he's actually reversing. He's walking backwards. And you're yeah. like, oh. Oh, I'm right here. Like, I'm like, oh, excuse me. So, excuse boom, me. boom. Collide. I fall pie on me. Oh, my God. He drops. He, oh, my God. I'm sorry. I just dropped, like, my pile of presents, my Thanksgiving presents that I bring the orphans. I'm like, I, uh, I'm sorry. What is You said the, your pile, your pile of presents. Are you okay? That, Did you hit your head? Uh, I think I, I think I might have hit my head. Oh, my God. You you look so familiar. I know everyone in Stratton, Vermont. I grew up here. I don't recognize you. Well, I'm new here. I'm just visiting. From where? From Brooklyn. New York? Brooklyn, yeah. New York City? The big city. I can't believe I never met anyone from Brooklyn. <laughs> well, now you have. Well, let me help you up and get that pie off of you. Come back to my cabin in the woods, and I'll, I'll clean you up. Thank you. What was your name again? Artie. Artie? Artie Fact. I'm Andrew. I run the curio shop. I love a shop. Well, let's let's head over there. I'll see you soon. And then you, like, get in, like, you, like, are kind of woozy because you've been bleeding from the head. Yes. And <laughs> you're in the back of his truck. You're in the back, like, he put yeah. you in, like, the tr- the back of the truck. It's like a white van. You're, like, in the back. <laughs> and he is just driving you. You got into his car. And does this pull up turn into, like, get out? Been, you've been in, like, the truck. It's been, like, 45 minutes. And you, he's, like, you hear, like, the engine stop. And you're still, like, laying in the back of the and van. And I'm, like, Artie? I'm like, I got you. Hold on one second. Let me open up the back of the truck for you. And he opens up the back and... Artie, where are we? Where this is? I told you we we're going to my cabin in the woods to help clean you up. Come Artie, on. this is a little bit scary. Your eyes are like adjusting because you've been in the pitch black. So like your eyes, it's like you're just seeing white, but it's like slowly adjusting, and you see like a shack, like a a shack with like the roof is missing. No, and there's like no like you're in the middle of the woods in Vermont. But I do believe that like I'm still so in love. Right. Well, see see where it goes. All right. You need help getting up. You lost a lot of blood. No, I I do think I I I got it, Artie. But I could need a little support walking. Can I? Can I hold your hand? I can do you one better. He picks you up. <laughs> he picks you up and in that moment, you realize like just how oh, like strong he is. Ring the church bell. And folks. okay, so now he's walking as fast as he possibly can. He's bringing you right into the <clears> shack. He's, he uses his foot. He's, he kicks in the door. Like rats scutter. Okay. And there is like a bed, like a four post bed in the middle of the room and nothing else. I'm like, whoa, Artie, this is a really interesting apartment, a interesting home you have here. Well, I wouldn't consider this my home. This is just some place I go when I meet somebody new. Oh, Artie, are you hosting right now? It depends on what hosting means to you. Well, now that you mentioned it, take off those carpenter pants. He's still carrying you, right? You're, still, you're just being held. <laughs> so now he's going to throw you onto the bed. Okay. There is like, 
there's like mice. You know, there's like vermin everywhere. There's definitely like a bed bug. And there's like a, a dark brown stain on the bed, like a massive dark brown stain. And he goes, would you mind if I, t- you want me to tie you up before I take off these pants? I'm like, sure. Yeah, let's, let, you can do that. So he ties you up with like bungee cords. Yeah. Um, and then he takes off his pants. He's wearing long johns. Oh. And he's like, are you sure you want this? And I'm like, absolutely. But Artie, I don't think I'm ready for you to me. I wasn't going to fuck you. Okay. He he pulls out a knife. I'm like, no, Artie. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? If you could just use that knife and untie me, that would be amazing. He walks into the corner of the room. There's a dark corner. There's a freezer. You know what happens when I run into boys like you in the market? Out of town boys like you? What happens to them? Already what? He opens up the freezer. (laughs) (laughs) He pulls out a new pecan pie. He says, I treat them to a one of my my grandma's famous pecan pies. And he he slices it. He says, it has to thaw for a little bit. He unties you. He's like, we're out. We're out back where Granny used to live. She passed away a couple years ago. I don't like to go into this place too much, but I trusted you enough to bring you here. These pies are from 1992. (laughs) But they're fresh from frozen. They're fresh from frozen. And Granny always used the best preservatives. I actually like the way that my body has went numb has went almost limp because I am so head over heels for Artie. And I'm obsessed with Artie. And I, yeah, I would bring him back to my family. I'd bring back Artie. I would actually say that to him on the spot. (laughs) And then you would say, mom, dad, you're never going to guess how we met. (laughs) It's such a funny story. I tell her you. And I was like, we just like bumped into each other and tell the whole thing. And then my parents are like, Okay, Andrew, can just can get, get in, in the, the car. Can, 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 can you get in the car? They drive me right to the facilities. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. And that's home for the holidays. That's exactly, exactly. Pumpkin pie. You hate pumpkin pie. I hate pumpkin pie. Well, it's a textural issue. It's texture. It's wet. It's wet. And you can't tell me you make that and it doesn't get dewy. Not every pumpkin pie has to be dewy. Well, I'll tell you one thing. It, it doesn't have a crunchy crust. It's a soft crust. It's a soft texture, and I wish it was encapsulated in more crust. It could. Well, that would be tough. If it was enca- if it had a crust lid, don't you think it would get to the point where you would be biting into the pie and it would be smushing out on the sides? Well, it depends on if it was – I guess if it was crunchy, sure. But if it was staying consistent with the soft pie crust in general, I just like that. I need something. I need, like, please, maybe a brown sugar brown sugar whip now that i could get behind with a crunchy can you make a brown brittle. sugar whip joe i can make you a brown can sugar you do that whip. tomorrow i'll do a brown sugar whip with a crunchy pecan brittle on top i need crunch i w- i agree with that i need crunch i agree with that i'm fine with that um okay, done something that i've been dying to bring up this whole episode is um the football game Okay. 
Enough! Enough! Happy Thanksgiving! Aside from football, like, obsessed with the dog show. <laughs> I love with those the dogs. Dog show. I love those dogs. I couldn't resist those dogs. I couldn't resist those dogs. And what I learn at the dog show every year is you don't have to be the cutest to win. All you need is the skill and the drive to succeed. If you can run through a tube at 60 miles per hour, you can do anything. Because you can have the most beat face as a dog your hair could i can i think you're wrong it's all your cup of tea they are gonna be the cutest dog in their genre of dog dog. but like i'm not obsessed with some of them what are you thankful for this thanksgiving season i'm so thankful for our friendship i am and the many trials and tribulations and zany misadventures we get into on a weekly basis it is nuts i'm thankful for um grace aki Oh, so I opened the floodgates with this yes, month. Yes, huh? I'm thankful for Grace Aki. Grace Aki gets me Broadway shows. I love her. Which show her. is I think Broadway's her, number one stand? I think about Grace Aki 75 times a week. Um, I'm thankful for... I love a, I love linen sheets. I'm thankful for linen sheets I love that. Year. I love that. I'm thankful for blackout curtains. I'm getting into them. I've had them mm-hmm. in my room forever, but I never used them. And then I started using them, and it like really kind of changes my sleep. Yeah, but... Yeah. What? I used to have blackout curtains and, and I had to get rid of them. Up. I didn't wake up. I didn't want to wake up. Well, and now I do kind of like my see through sheer curtains. It wakes me up with the sun. Well, you get up at like sunrise, if yeah. not before. Well, before. Yeah. I, I have no reason to do that. Yeah, so no. I'm like, I can sleep until 8 39 and feel perfect. Yeah. Um, I'm thankful for. I'm going to give you two more and then I'm going to cut you off. I think. <laughs> I think. I'm going to take back the one about you, so I have three more left. I think it's going to be a lot of thanks. I'm thankful for good times with old friends and familiar places. And I'm thankful for... I'm thankful for the opportunities I have yet to get. I'm thankful for the moments I haven't had yet. I'm thankful for the people I haven't met. I'm thankful for all of the beautiful, incredible, serendipitous moments that this life has to offer us. And I'm just so grateful that, I mean, in such a fucked up, crazy world, like, we're so lucky that this is what we do. We do. I agree. You couldn't have, you couldn't have said it better, Joe. Thank you. Thank you for elaborating on what you're thankful for. What are, what are the two things you're thankful for this year? I'm thankful for this podcast that single-handedly saved my life. Yeah. And career trajectory. Um, and I'm, I, I am thankful for the listeners that want to continue to support us and listen to us and our patrons who pay f- to support us as well. And I, well, you gave me two. I couldn't imagine doing a podcast with anybody else and I couldn't imagine being friends with somebody who I actually want to live with and um, hang out with. Well, I think it might be time for a a BM. A bowel movement? (laughs) Boston market. Oh, we have to to do a what's it called though. (laughs) All right. Good children to the guidance office. Well, we already heard this. You heard it here first. Our listener who was in love with her best friend's brother has an update. Hello. Happy Sunday, boys. It is a returning caller. It is the BFB calling with an update. I have 
been trying to get a hold of you two. I know life is crazy, but I thought everybody could use some good news in their life. It's starting to get dark and cold outside, and I just wanted to make everyone's day by telling you that BFB and I are officially dating. Oh, my God. Thank God. Um, I am so happy. I took all the advice that I could from the two of you, and on my birthday weekend, I was just bold as hell and was flirty all night, and he kissed me! And it's been over since then. We've been communicating really well. It's taken some time, and it still is going to take some time with my best friend, but I'm trying to balance out the relationship as much as I can. And I'm really happy. And I will only share the podcast with him once he puts the ring on my finger. So stay tuned for a possible part three. But I love you both, and I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day. And I hope to see you, meet you, love you soon. Bye. That just couldn't be better news. That's a huge win for everybody. For the whole community. For the whole community. I mean, I love to see love in real real time. You do. And you love love. She sounds head over heels. She does genuinely sound head over heels, which is actually really sweet to hear. It's so sweet to hear. I I'm so glad you went for it. Like that's all you. Like you leaned you were in. You're bold and brave. You're bold, brave and brilliant and beautiful. And look at what happened. I think that we can all take that lesson away from us. If you're in a situation like that, if you feel like you're afraid to go for it, I mean, you gotta go for it. Yeah. I think that's inspirational. It's aspirational. And may we all be the BFB caller, not the BFB. May we, be we BFB. all be the BFB. And I really do hope that the BF will be okay. Will be okay. Good children to the cafeteria. I'm and starving. I can't. Andrew, it's so scary. It's so scary. We can't go on like this. No, anymore. we can't keep doing this to ourselves. Look at us. Well, well, I bet you're not used to seeing us in this situation. I know. We look a little bit nuts. <sighs> wow. I am ready to eat. Plate. In a way. Plate sorted. I have, plate. Me- I have meatloaf. I have chicken. I have sweet potatoes. And I have mac and cheese. And I, cornbread. I have turkey, meatloaf, sweet potatoes, and cream spinach. I'm going to say one thing. As I'm placing the order, Andrew goes, oh, you got to get the mac and cheese. Because I just feel like you talk about mac and cheese, Joe. So here I go. I don't think I even mentioned mac and cheese. But then you, you had the option between the mac and cheese and the mashed potatoes, and you chose mac and cheese. You had both. Because you told me I had to get the mac and cheese, so I was like, he must know something I don't about I said, you got to get the mac and so cheese. I was like, he must know something, and then he doesn't get mac and cheese. The cream spinach. I love their cream spinach. Try it. The cream spinach is kind of good. Mm. It is pretty good. Mac and cheese hospital. Tastes like nothing. Yeah. Tastes Thank God like I got nothing. It. Thank God I got it. I'm having a ma- I'm having a meatloaf. This looks like it was made in the laboratory. It does. This tastes like theme park food. If you're ever craving the kind of food they would serve at like, oh, it's so hot. You know when food is so hot, but it's in your mouth already, you can't spit it out. Then you Dungeons and Dragon it. <sighs> There's some zhuzh all over your channel. Cornbread? Let's see if I remember this cornbread. Mm-mm. Different. Still has the same taste though. Exactly. That's my Delaware water grab. 
cornbread. I'm gonna stay here. I brought in you brought Boston, in Boston Market, Market cornbread. Delaware. They got corn there. Delaware. Stick with what you know, Boston mm -hmm. Market, and you won't be they closing. Have too many options. A Nashville hot chicken sandwich. It can't be good. The sweet potatoes are fantastic. They're so good. The sweet potatoes are worth getting a large side of and bringing it to a Thanksgiving dinner and saying, I made these myself. I completely agree. I completely agree. Everything else, a lot to be desired. Have you ever passed off store-bought as your own? I had to have, I'm sure. I'm not remembering your time. I did BuzzFeed. What was it? We had a potluck Thanksgiving and I was like, I'm not doing this. And so I went to Trader Joe's and I got the frozen mac and cheese and started cooking it in the tasty kitchens before work. And I walked in with two giant trays of mac and cheese. And you were like, they're like, Joe, this mac and cheese? Is that they, everyone was obsessed with the mac and cheese. All right. All right. Well, back to the, back to the studio. Back to the studio. Well, you guys. Well, well you guys, <laughs> this was a really fun episode and I'm happy that we're ending like this, Lorelai. It's a fantastic way to end the podcast. And you know what to do next. Don't forget to, oh, it's you, right? Don't forget to do your homework. Like, comment, subscribe, rate, review, spread the good word to your friends. And... Don't forget to follow us on socials across all platforms at Good Children Pod. I'm on Instagram at J as in Joseph, O E H G Y E S. And on TikTok at Be Quiet Joe. I'm on Instagram at Andrew Muscarella, and I'm on TikTok at underscore Andrew underscore Muskie. And if you're wondering why we're like this, it's because Andrew's phone storage is full. Is full, and we can't deal with this anymore. It's we're just we're at our wit's end. We're done, and you smell amazing, Joe. By the way, are you lying? No, I swear to God. What do I smell like? You smell like it's it's just fresh shampoo. Since we've ever been in our entire <laughs> life, it smells like fresh shampoo. This is insane, really. Yeah, it's the wig. That's amazing. Where you lead, I will follow any way that you tell me to. If you need. You need me to be with you. I will follow oh, where oh, you lead. Oh. I think I almost got a heart attack. I had a heart attack. <laughs> <laughs>